Okay, so you have to tell me something, okay? It's because you've, you know, and I'm going to preface this whole thing with saying that you were unlike every friend that I've ever had or ever really attracted in my life. Where typically the people that I tend to befriend or want to befriend me, they immediately, like in the first or second friend date, they immediately, you know, they start talking about their traumas, their life story, what's going on in their life. And then they offer it without me asking. Uh It's just, you know, it's on the table. Yeah. You are different than every single one of them because I have to ask you a very specific question for you to reveal any part of yourself. And, here, and here's the thing, too. Here, I think that's fun. I think that's fun, being so mysterious. <laughs> I don't know if it's mysterious. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, I'm not used to asking questions because I've never really had to with other friendships. Like Even though I've been your friend for a very long time, my other friendships have still trained me, even up to this day, to not really ask questions because they don't have to it's just going to be revealed at some point so with you as i'm getting older and we're getting older together i'm realizing that if i don't ask you specific questions i'm never going to know you i'm going to die not having known you i think it's so cool (laughs) (laughs) don't you think that's cool i could just like reveal something at any second in any point in time and you'd just be like what how what well, here's the thing. Fun. It's different than like than like the thing you revealed to me this week. Wow. That's one thing, but it made me spiral. But, oh, we, no. <laughs> but before I talk about the spiral, okay. we should talk I'm about sorry what about you that. sent me. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Okay. So I sent Mia a picture of my garlic bread that I made this week. Which I loved. It looked so good. It was very good. I'm it was glad. very good. Um and she read it but didn't respond and i was like that's not usual and then like five minutes later i get a picture mm-hmm. of mr harry styles himself yep. on stage yeah singing his and, heart out yeah and it's not like it's like some stock photo no it's a real live photo because yeah. guess what yeah mia went to a harry styles concert, concert. and didn't mention it once to me explain (laughs) okay i am going to explain this i'm not going to go into too far of a detail because where the tickets came from is is a bigger spiral so my cousin on my mom's side is working in seattle and she i thought she was going to see harry styles there because she had mentioned it when she was home a little while ago um, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Don't care that I don't have to see him. Not a big deal. Because we usually go to concerts together. So that's kind of like our thing. Mm-hmm. So when she mentioned that, I'm like, all right, cool. I I have no heart desire to see Harry Styles. I'm not a fan. Not in a bad way. I just, I'm not a fan of his music or him. I wasn't the One Direction person. It's just, that's just how it turned out to be. Yeah. But not in a, not in a bad way. I think he's a great guy, but I just couldn't care less. And so she invited me and I was like, sure, I'll go because she was like, yeah, I'm coming home and I'll be there and we should go. And I'm like, cool, I'll get an outfit together and we'll put this thing on. It'll be great. So (laughs) wait, wait, did you put on your outfit with the intention of maybe him seeing you in the crowd and picking you like all the other stylers do? Never. No, but a lot of people really did. 
a lot of people I saw really <laughs> put their outfits. And again, I'm not. I get it. I can. I understand loving a celebrity, and I have the celebrities that I love, and I would go out for them. But some of the outfits, like, were a little crazy. I have to say. Hmm maybe rethink your life i mean i don't know i'm just saying like (laughs) okay i'm just saying like because some people actually like made their outfits like they were like some people camped out from the morning like Mm -hmm. eight o'clock in the morning when the show was like eight o'clock at night and i'm like why would you whatever fine so he well he makes them go feral i mean i don't get i aunt madison i'm so confused when i was in there the, I, my ears were ringing two days after the concert. That's how loud these people were screaming. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Again, I'm not like a big mm-hmm. fan of his music, so I was kind of just like chilling. I had a drink. I had a vodka crayon for the first time in my life. It was okay. It was $12.18, <laughs> and I was kind of like, Sounds all about right, right, well, I don't know about yeah. that. But <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, it was it was a good time. Two of her other friends went, and they're awesome, so... That was it was good. It was a good experience. It's something that I can say, oh yeah, I I went there. I did that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, you know, see, when you sent me that photo, I knew you weren't a Harry Styles fan. So that's why yeah. I was like confused. Yeah. What are you doing However, there? Did you sneak in? What happened? Yeah. 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 Did you like change course in your life or like what happened, you know? <laughs> are you having a crisis? But, yeah. But really, um, it made me spiral a little bit, and and I would like to explain why. Um, Go ahead. So, it made me realize that I don't really know much about you. Like, in a weird oh, no. sense, like, I only really know your favorite color, and that's, and then also how you buy books, but that's it. <laughs> like, I feel uh-huh. like, even though on a spiritual level we are so connected, I don't really know anything about you. Like, I don't even know what music you listen to. Hmm. Like, this I, is interesting, because now that you're mentioning it, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I really don't put much of myself out there. I don't know. At all. That's what I mean, like, with my other friend um, that, you know, I'm not going to say her name just, cause, just mm-hmm. because, but you know her. Like, we never had to ask each other that because it was already on the table. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not used to asking questions. You know, I'm a, I'm a lot of water signs. Okay, everybody, uh-huh. I'm just going to say. And Mia over here's a lot of air signs, so it's there's a lot there's there's some friction there if you if you like astrology, so mm-hmm. I'm not used to asking questions. So that Harry Styles photo made me realize that I needed to ask you questions if I want to know anything about you. Because okay. if I don't ask you specific questions, I'll never know, and I don't want to die not knowing your favorite band. <laughs> it's Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> oh yeah okay i didn't know that you know it is oh yeah okay i didn't know that but it's also because like you talk about it a lot yeah love but, that. um yeah. but okay. yeah what did actually what made me spiral was this pretty little liars episode i'll tell you that yeah and i um i have to say that uh hannah is a victim that's my that's my platform she's a victim and you know i i have to say well first of all welcome First of all, welcome. Sorry for the long rant, but it had to be done. It did. Yeah. So, okay. Hannah, I want to apologize to her. Because I feel like these past few episodes, I have been saying that Hannah's annoying and, like, why does she keep trying to derail the investigation? Mm -hmm. But after this episode, Uh, I realized she's a victim. And I was victim blaming, and that's my fault. And I own that. In previous episodes, you really do fall for the character that is kind of 
off the rails a little bit. And there was something that did uncover why Hannah has been acting the way she was, which I completely forgot about. And I don't know why it was Mm -hmm. brought back up for some reason. Well, because you forgot about it. They knew. The audience forgot about it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. I just felt like Hannah's been just trying to get Caleb to be safe this whole time. But it was really like a her mom situation, which... I don't well, know. Well, yeah, if that's but it would affect Caleb. I don't know. I don't know. But um, before we get too deep into our analysis, our expert analysis, mm-hmm. um, this episode is season two, episode eighteen, um, called "A Kiss Before Lying." So we're getting closer and closer to that season finale. So which, close. Yeah. At this point, I don't really know what we're gonna get from it, but I hope, hopefully, it's something actually good. I hope so, because this episode actually felt like a filler. It felt a little filler. It, it it also could have been a setup for the arc for the rest of the season. I don't I don't really mm-hmm. know. Um, but uh, shall I get into the summary? Yes, please. All right. In this episode, the girls continue to work with Caleb on the videos behind Hannah's back. This makes Hannah feel shut up by everyone, even though she wants support for Kate's arrival in Rosewood. Meanwhile, Arya and Holden's date doesn't go as planned, and Emily reintroduces Pam to Maya with mixed results. Yes. That is the episode. So, this episode begins with, um, of course, the girls are in Spencer's kitchen. This is a, this is a typical start. It's either and Spencer's kitchen or Hannah's kitchen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've actually never started an episode in, like, Arya's house, ever. Oh. Hmm. And not in her kitchen. Probably in her room, no. maybe. Not even that. I don't think. I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know. But um, the girls are kind of crowding around Caleb as he's working on those videos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's doing that typical thing where, like, he zooms in and all of a sudden the picture is crystal clear, which that's not how pixels work. It's just not. No. But the things that he can do, I don't need, I don't think even exist today. If that makes sense. <laughs> like it's, just, it's just, it's like, it's fantasy. Know, it's just, it seems fantasy. so off. It just seems off and it doesn't seem like actually correct. Like, I feel like if we had a hacker, like, watch that episode, he'd be like, yeah, that's not, that's not possible. Well, he's able to do it somehow with his magic fingers. And he zooms Ew. in and um, he sees uh, that someone or somewhere there's a fake id in the room and it's one of Allie's fake ids where she has dark hair yeah and the girls are like oh my god i've never seen her with dark hair and we've never seen this fake id and her name and on think... the id i don't know if they see it at that scene but it's vivian dark bloom it is that's pretty and, bold um yeah and we'll get to it uh eventually but i do have a lot of thoughts on this vivian Darkbloom thing and i think it's an insight into the psychology of the writers and i have to say that uh wow all right this is anything they should be put in jail or something because this Uh is like ridiculous Uh but um so yeah so, so they see this fake id and i don't even think they see the name yet they just see her dark hair because the the name means something so and i think that if spencer would have seen it she would have immediately been like well what is this right so they don't know the name yet when he's like trying to bring up the picture of the id there there was no way he could have seen that do you know what i mean because it was so pixelated 
And Spencer goes, what's that? And there's nothing there. And then he does like mm-hmm. four clicks and there's an ID. Boom. Clear as day. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's a fantasy world. Like, this is not how technology works. It's not how people work. No. Um, but uh, while they're doing their little investigation with the um, with all the pixels, they while that's happening, Hannah is calling everybody, trying to get a hold of somebody. Right. Um, and Spencer is the only one that answers. And Spencer gets a little pissed that, that Hannah calls her last. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, basically, Spencer's like, oh, yeah, like, we're not, we're just, like, all hanging out. It's like, I'm with, I'm with my family right now. Like, she lies. Just, she, yeah, she lies to Hannah. And the crazy thing is, is that uh, there's, like, a glass on the counter filled with water and it gets knocked over somehow that they're not mm. even near it. And Arya no. screams, Emily! And then Hannah's like, oh, with your family, huh? And then she, like, hangs mm-hmm. up. Yeah, so that's kind of a setup for the rest of the episode of yeah. this tension mostly between Hannah and Spencer, even though everyone's lying to her. And right. she's only mad at Spencer. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's definitely, it's weird to see Hannah and Spencer actually be friends because they're so different. But, mm-hmm. you know, Spencer really cares because she she's concerned that she's lying to Hannah and she does bring it up later in the episode. Yeah, and in fact, in the next scene, um, when Spencer and Arya are talking, you know, Spencer's talking about, obviously, this fake ID situation and how they're all shook because they've never seen her with dark hair before, which I thought was a weird key-in. I don't know, like, and now I understand why, but initially I was like, why do they care so much that she has dark hair? That's just so weird to me. And so out of left field. And, you know, Spencer's crying. Like, she's really going through it. She's really sad. And... Yeah, and at this point, Emily has already left, and Arya is just, you know, there. Mm-hmm. And Arya is such a bad friend. Literally, Spencer is crying. We know this. Sobbing. And Spencer then, like, asks you, like, she asks Arya, hey, can you stay? Because I don't want to be alone. And Arya's like, ooh, but I kind of, like, have, like, a dick appointment. I so plans, I can't. So yeah, you have oopsies. to cry here by yourself. Bye. <laughs> it's awful she's an awful friend well even spencer's Um, like i feel so this is where she brings up i feel so bad for lying to hannah and as mm -hmm. we now know Arya is lying to her friends about the ezra thing so none of them know that she's back together Mm -hmm. with him they really think she's hanging out with holden and so she's like well Arya says well it's okay to lie to your friends sometimes and spencer doesn't even pick up on it she just starts like oh yeah you're right good advice well, you Thank know, you. everyone, everyone puts Arya on this strange pedestal, like, oh, she can it. do no wrong. I don't, it's like, I don't get it. It doesn't I don't make get it any either. sense. I hate no. it. She doesn't make any sense to me. I do not like her character at all. I really don't either. And no I don't really see how she could be redeemed. Her. No. Yeah. Um, so the next part of that storyline is, um, Hannah and Ashley, and, uh, they are eating, of course, together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Hannah is very worried um, about Kate. She kind of is worried about her friends, but it seems like yeah. Kate is more on the forefront of her mind because Kate's, well, Kate's moving into Rosewood. She's moving into Rosewood, and she's also going to be mm-hmm. attending Rosewood High. It's going to be her of first course. day, I think the next day or something. So she's really worried about Kate basically ruining her life at school. Yeah, and one thing before we move on to like Hannah being at school is that I... I feel like in this scene, Ashley is not quite getting Hannah's worry because Ashley says, oh, well, do you think I'm happy about, you know, potentially seeing Isabel? Like, 
at the grocery store or whatever. It's like you can't really compare the situations because Kate has actively told Hannah that I want to ruin your life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Isabel is just like there. I mean, I, I don't want to fault Ashley for this because Hannah doesn't directly tell her like Kate actually told her she's going to ruin her life. So if there was more communication on that part, I could definitely see Ashley stepping up and being like, oh, well, we have to do something about this. But she doesn't know. So she's just like, you know, you got to be the bigger person and you just be mature, be mature about it and then just, you know, move on. Yeah, and she even tells Hannah to make Kate feel welcome. And I think that <laughs> Hannah takes that to heart, which is a little yeah. weird. Like, I would think that Hannah would resist that because she knows that Kate's not a great person. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if it was coming doesn't. from Tom, if Tom told Hannah, please make Kate feel at home, she wouldn't. But I think since it came from Ashley, and I, I know for sure that Hannah loves her mom to the end of the earth, that she's mm-hmm. like, okay, then I'll, I'll try to be the bigger person and I'll take her advice. That's good analysis. Yeah. After uh, the next part of this uh, story is the scene where all the girls are in the cafeteria and um, Hannah is, well, she's asking about what they're, what they were doing together. And they just said they were studying for, for chemistry. Um, That's why they like, they couldn't even keep up the lie. They no, were like, saying, no. oh, yeah, we were all studying together when Spencer clearly told Hannah on the phone, oh, I'm with my family. So they all can't even keep yeah. a lie together, which is crazy that Hannah was like, didn't point it out to them, but whatever. Well, maybe because Hannah's so, she's so worried about Kate. I mean, like, it is like, really, it is, I think, almost in a weird way, oh. more concerning to her than her friends. Maybe. Because in this scene, she's like, like, she's looking like, for Kate Waiting everywhere. for her to just like pop up out of nowhere, which she kind of yeah, does. And she, yeah, and she kind of even gets mad at her other friends for not being on the lookout as well. Right. She's like, <laughs> so you so guys weird. aren't worried about Kate? Like, she could be here any second. And they're like, Kate? Who's Kate? <laughs> well, especially because Spencer, when they're walking to the table, Hannah sees, like, a a, a shirt, like, like sticking out from Spencer's yes. sweater. This, okay. And I don't want to be insensitive or unempathetic, but, like, I'm sorry. At Spencer home. wearing exactly spencer spencer wearing toby's shirt underneath her, clothes. her regular clothes at school is so weird yeah it's and, really and the weird. girls think the same thing they're like why are you wearing his shirt and she's like i really miss him okay like give me a break sleep in his shirt yeah, when you go home when you go to bed sleep in his shirt yeah in fact i would even think that keeping his shirt and like smelling it once in a while is less creepy than you wearing his wearing clothes to at school. school yeah i agree i agree right. with that and also, in my mind, I don't even think that Toby and Spencer have that much of a connection anyways. All they ever did was make out in the car and talk about babies with six packs. Oh, like, I- Gross. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know why she's feeling this way because she did it to herself. All she had mm-hmm. to do was be truthful and be like, hey, Toby, um, I'm being harassed by somebody that I don't know is potentially Allison's murderer, but they are trying to put you in harm's way so just be extra careful Mm -hmm. okay no she goes oh yeah i've been seeing the doctor yep ren we've been together while we were dating i was with him and that's what we've been doing yeah she literally made it she She made made it worse worse with that lie she made it worse of course she made it worse ridiculous and then she's like i have to wear a shirt to go (laughs) just be truthful honestly if these girls were just truthful for one moment things would be resolved so quick 
Well, I guess the counter argument to that is is that there will be no show because the show is well, called yeah, Pretty Little Liars. Right, I mean, right, that's right. like in their that's in right, their job description. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, she dug her own hole, so hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, as you mentioned earlier, Kate does like pop out of nowhere, um, and Kate, when she introduces herself to the girls, she does kind of seem nervous. Yeah, like she legit is like feeling some, some well, type she of way. definitely like, is out of her element she's not with her crew she's at a new school she's in a new town yeah and she, I, actually i don't know if she was nervous about this but she's stepping into t- hannah's territory now so i don't know yeah. if she was nervous about that or like i had said it's a new school you know she was just trying to get her bearings together or whatnot find her classes yeah, and it turns out that her nervousness was uh, well-founded because Spencer is like, hmm, where do I know you who from, Kate? are you? Yeah. Uh, and I already figured that it was going to be, like, because they're both rich and, like, run in some, like, rich circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so there's that kind of that weird moment where Spencer's like, hmm, this blonde woman seems very familiar, even though I've probably met a thousand blonde white women in my social circles because and, I'm rich. And the fact that Spencer didn't even try to make it, like, not so noticeable, yeah. she just was, like, scowling and staring at her, and Kate was kind of like, your friends are weird, Hannah. Because, like, <laughs> why didn't she just be like, hey, I, I think, like, in a friendly way, hey, I think you, I know you mm. from somewhere. Have you gone to, like, any type of camp when you were younger possibly do you go to country clubs often with your family no she's just staring at her like a weirdo which is like typical spencer stuff where it's like she asks no questions she only asks questions later like after the fact right that's her that's her thing Mm -hmm. um and after that hannah she gets a text from a and um a basically says that she has to get caleb to stop working on the videos or a will tell people about the stolen money that actually stole like from the bank way long ago call off your tech boy was i think part of the text yeah and you know i'm actually surprised that a doesn't know that hannah doesn't know do you know what i mean yeah like i think that a would definitely know that hannah has nothing to do with the whole caleb thing or a does know and knows that the girls are lying to hannah and is like i'm gonna spill the beans myself I don't know. That's like a real 4D chess move type of thing. And I just yeah. don't know if the show's capable of that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it was more like, in my, my instinct is that A made a mistake and doesn't know that, that Hannah is out of the loop. Right. Honestly. Which would surprise me, but, you know. The fact that A could possibly not know something as such a big detail as that is just shocking because they know everything. They're always 10 steps ahead. So that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think maybe she was trying to uncover it for Hannah, but it could be the other way around. Maybe this one time she was just not on her mark. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not quite sure either. But um, uh, after this, the all the girls without Hannah, obviously, are looking at the fake ID. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're all very confused about it. And they see Noah. And, uh, no. you know, we... Oh, yeah. Who's Noah? There isn't one. Oh, my God. I wrote down Noah, too. <laughs> I think that's happened previously, actually. I think it has, too. And we were just yeah. like, we'll just call him Noah, but it's it's gets difficult. It's Noah. Yeah. Because you have Boyle, and it's... it's uh, One is enough. Well, that's his name. All right. That's his, that's his, that's his God name. His God-given name. Well... Or government name, or whatever they say. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, they're looking at Noel. And the girls, of course, as we already said, they, they think that, like, just because of that one date thing, they think that Noel is, is Jenna's new pair of eyes, yes. apparently. Which I don't think that's the case. And, in fact, I have a little theory about Jenna. Ooh. Uh, I... I don't really have a lot of evidence to back it up. It's more of a feeling Mm -hmm. that Jenna is actually being harassed by A as well. I would believe it. I would would have put it off people. I think that it's a possibility. Yeah, obviously A has access to those videos that Jenna and Garrett were looking for in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because do you remember way back when when the girls found the video of Toby and Jenna? Yes. And A was the one... Well, Jenna was the one who was trying to get them back Mm -hmm. because I think that she was trying to get them back from Allison, but she never got them. Right. So I think that A could be torturing Jenna and Garrett as well with the videos. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't put it past A that she's torturing everyone in the town. I mean, it could be anybody. I mean, we just revealed a couple episodes ago that A was also torturing Allison. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, she can have a whole list of people. Who knows? Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if maybe this season is going to culminate in the girls understanding that Jenna is not A, basically. I, I think, think it's going to so. be that. I, honestly, I, I would agree with that. Just because basically the whole season two we have spent, the girls are adamant that Jenna and Garrett are A. They're like, yep, mm-hmm. that's who it is. We're sure about it. And I feel like hopefully by the end of the season they're going to reveal that it's that's not true so we'll see yeah like i don't think we're gonna get an a reveal but we're gonna get like an a elimination type right. of thing of like oh well it can't be them so anyways um but also spencer her other theory is that Allie with this fake id was creating an alter ego to later on expose a yeah which is like what what okay i don't know where the writers are going with this they're really just throwing shots in the air because i don't even know where to begin with that one really and my thing too i know this is a series of books so i'm curious to Mm -hmm. know if the books also have this storyline where Allie had another identity which i wouldn't be i I probably does it probably has it could i mean sometimes Books to series could be so different because some things just don't work out as planned. And sometimes they bring on different characters that were never in the book. So we could never know because we're obviously not going to read them. But honestly, I don't know where Spencer thought she was going with this lead. Because wouldn't A know that Allison was wearing a disguise? I know. It's the same thing of like like Spider-Man. Or not Spider-Man. Superman. Mm -hmm. Where he like just puts on glasses glasses and everyone's like... Yeah, and Where'd everyone's like, go? oh my god, it's... Yeah, Where'd it kind of feels go? like that. There's just this guy with glasses. Yeah. It's so weird. He <laughs> was just here. And it's not, it's not like you can dye your hair. You know, actually, when I dyed my hair blonde, no one knew who I was after that. Yeah, I mean, no it's really, knew. I mean, unrecognizable once you change your hair color. Uh, in this scene, Hannah walks up in the middle of their conversation. Yep. And uh, obviously, all of them are being super suspicious. Oh, I mean, yeah. let's just be honest. Yeah and this is so where i felt annoying. bad for hannah too because hannah you can tell wants to like ask questions but the girls are like slowly inching away from her just trying to leave yeah I felt and bad. well in the back of her head it is revealed later that hannah is concerned that her friends are like 
you know, cutting her off because she destroyed the evidence. Because she has no mm-hmm. clue that Caleb is working behind her back. So not yet, but she has a suspicion because she yeah. even tells the she tells the girls about A's text message. Yes. And they have the audacity. Well, Spencer really they have the, audacity the audacity to lie to her face again. Yes. And and it's even worse, too, because now they know Hannah is in danger. Yes. They know that A has tried to hurt. Well, A literally ran Hannah over with a car. So <laughs> I feel like they forget like, when these things happen and just, they just keep moving forward. I, I don't know, but the fact that they now know that Hannah's potentially in danger and they're still and lying Caleb. about it, yeah, they're still lying about it is crazy to me. It's honestly, it is crazy. It's honestly so insane that they can just sit there and lie to her face when mm-hmm. she's clearly, like, you can clearly tell she's upset by it, she's confused, she's concerned. Like, all these emotions are playing on her face there. And not one of her friends goes, Hannah, we have to tell you something. We've been doing the investigation behind your back. We're so sorry. None of that. Mm-hmm. None of that. No. What's going on? What's wrong with you people? I don't know. But Spencer also, I think, has this, I think she has this, like, twisted sense of, like, of of justice and, and apologizing because, um... In, an, in a scene after this, uh, Kate is having lunch with all of the girls and Spencer yeah. is continually like asking Kate questions like, oh, like, have you been to She's Maine? She's trying to suss her out. She's like, I know you, but I don't know yeah. where I know you from. Yeah, and um, Kate ends up like just straight up leaving because she's like, I can't do she's this She's like, this anymore. is uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, and Hannah actually yells at Spencer to like back off about it. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Ashley told her to be nice and all yeah. that kind of stuff, so... Um, but later on, of course, Spencer doesn't listen because I think in her mind, if she finds out about this Kate thing, she can like maybe get back in Hannah's good graces or something like that because maybe, um, which, cause you know, they're I all mean, in the locker use room it for her own advantage later on, I would say. Well, yeah. Cause they, in the locker room, um, Spencer and Kate are left alone and, uh, Kate's having trouble with her lock and, uh, Kate is kind of being uh, really shady towards Spencer and is like, just leave me alone. I feel like <laughs> um, Kate knows that Spencer knows. That's why she was being. Well, yeah, because Spencer says that she knows Kate from a photo from from Melissa's horse, horse camp, camp experience in 2008. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that means that Melissa and Kate are uh, are confirmed horse girls. And so was Spencer. Spencer was at the camp. Oh, was she? Yeah, she was in the same. Oh, I, thought that she, I thought that Melissa just sent her the video, sent her the photos. I don't know. I think Spencer was there. I don't know, but maybe because she remembered her. She remembered her. Well, she. I thought she remembered her from the photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't really matter that much. But um, apparently there's an incriminating photo of her and you don't really know what it is yet and they make it sound like it's like some serious blackmail stuff serious stuff serious stuff. <laughs> yeah and uh spencer basically tells kate like well if you leave hannah alone then the photos stay hidden like yes stay hidden mm-hmm. um and that made me think even more like wow these photos have to be really bad intense yeah um but turns out because we see later on when hannah and spencer are having a little like movie night to sort of you know rekindle rekindle their friendship yes yeah uh you know hannah is still expressing worry about kate and then of course spencer just immediately reveals um reveals the photos to hannah yeah and the photos 
turns out that Kate just had a really bad like bug rash. Like she got like a bunch of mosquito bites. Yeah, and it made her look ugly. And that's the photo. (laughs) What? I I was expecting like maybe she got like a bunch of plastic surgery or something and she looks completely different. And that's Mm -hmm. why Spencer was having such a hard time remembering her. No, she just had a bunch of bug bites. Don't get it. Yeah, and that feels like middle school energy. Like that's not real blackmail at all. It's not. But Hannah is scrolling through the photos because she just she's loving them. Yeah, and, she's like, I gotta get uh, more of these, and she's yeah, and that's yeah. upon. See, something. that's why you don't scroll on a photo on someone yeah, else's phone. Yeah, but it's honestly, I thought there was only one picture of Kate. Why did she have so many? I saw Hannah scroll so far. I don't know. Also, how did Melissa get these photos? It's just there is there's so many so many like plot holes and weird things about right. the storyline. It's but too much to go into because it just goes too deep that it doesn't make sense. Yeah always exactly at the end. I could be, we could do a whole episode exactly <laughs> the deep dive uh but hannah she ends up seeing the photo of Allie's fake id yeah with her dark and, brown um, hair that's so yeah, shocking and, and hannah it, <laughs> and spencer immediately gives it up and she says you know what we've, we've been, been doing things behind your back yeah we've been lying do you still want to watch the movie yeah <laughs> exactly yeah uh but hannah says no and she leaves yeah she, actually course. hannah storms out she's like i can't believe mm-hmm. you've been doing this i mean it was a great reaction i would react the same way so she's like i gotta get out of here goodbye watch your own movie yeah which i and also by, by the way can i just say that this is such a set because like i because it's annoying me so much Hannah has her shoes on and she puts them on the couch. And I said, can you not make this, make this look like or feel like a set? Like, it just, I just, oh, and it really annoyed me. That's like a, a little side note, oh, a little asterisk okay. to this scene. Because you Cause definitely she would her... not wear your shoes in Spencer's house. No. Yeah. No. They're like, we have to make it night? feel homey. She was going to wear yeah, her shoes the whole night, movie. Why would you do that? She, w- she wanted to be able to run out in case of anything. More popcorn, Maybe and she had to run she had to run um and she ran all the way home (laughs) (laughs) which couldn't be far i mean i need a map i need a map of where everything is because sometimes we think oh they don't live anywhere near each other and they're actually neighbors so we need a map i demand yeah and i that would be nice yeah um but yeah hannah confronts caleb and she basically she admits Yes. Um, how her mom stole some money from the bank, and a this the person that the the phone that he's working on holding with, against and who that her. phone's connected to, yeah, is the person that's blackmailing her, and that's why Caleb has to like cool Stop off, investigating. Exactly, but I thought this was a misstep on Hannah's part because Caleb already thinks that he can save her, so mm-hmm. this just gave him more fuel to go to go to Jenna's house, which he does. Which, um, honestly. <sighs> The fact that he's like, I'm going to go to Jenna's house. What are you going to do to a blind girl? What are you going to do? Tell her, stop. Leave my friends alone. Leave my girlfriend alone. Oh, you're so scary. Mr. Hacker. I think that, well, he really does think that he's like some like he thinks he's macho man that can it's beat so somebody strange. up. strange. I don't know it why he's out of character. Can, he just thinks he can go off to California and come on back and just take over the town and save the world. No, Mr. Caleb. No. Well, you know who agrees with that? Garrett. Because. <laughs> oh, Madison, when I tell you, 
I almost laughed out loud at this because obviously Garrett is surveilling Jenna's house for some reason. Mm-hmm. For good or for bad, we don't know. But he's there. Well, no, we, we know. We know it's because he's obsessed with the fact that Jenna has, like, discarded him. It's so that's gross. Why, that's we know. It's so gross. You know, we can guess. But he sees Caleb and he just, he's in his cop car and he just pulls on up and he's like, mm-hmm. he gets out and he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? What do you think you're going to do here? Huh? Punk? And he puts his hand on his gun. <laughs> yeah, he like caresses Garrett. his gun. It's like a lot. Yeah. Garrett, chill. Garrett's losing it. Yeah. I think that we're, I think that we are hitting Garrett's insanity arc. Like, I feel like yeah. we're hitting that. I think like, so. We're in it right now. I mean, he definitely is that guy that's like, when his girlfriend breaks up with him, he goes crazy. He's like, yeah, you. she broke up with me. I'm going to get her back. And if she doesn't take me back, I'm going to yeah. kill myself. And, and yeah, yeah, he's like. I'm going to kill her. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's zero to a hundred with him. And it's, it's never anything in between with him. Yep. Um, but you know, Caleb leaves that interaction feeling scared. And also, yeah, too, when, when Caleb is leaving, Garrett like purposely like <laughs> like pumps you know the when gas. like somebody's like about to get in their passenger seat and they reach for the handle, but you scoot up forward. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, come on!" He kind of did that with him, but <laughs> Caleb was on his bike and he almost ran him over. He was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that'll make you not come back here ever again." <laughs> see that's what i mean we're hitting this weird insanity garrett thing which i kind of live for it's it's actually ridiculous because it's embarrassing because he's he's mm-hmm. fighting for this 16 year old and it's gross yeah. but oh yeah i mean he is crazy we already knew he was crazy because he was in an, the nat club and he probably agreed to who knows what so we already knew he had a crazy side <laughs> and i can't wait to see more of it I don't know. I'm um, concerned. Something something's gonna go. Something's gonna happen. I feel like he's gonna misfire and mm. something's gonna go down. I don't know. I don't know. But in the next scene, um, Spencer she goes over to Hannah's house to quote unquote apologize, but she never actually says I'm sorry because um, that's just how things work. Yeah, but if Hannah of course forgives her. Yeah, and um, you know they're up in Hannah's room and they're talking about the fake ID. Yes, and. Hannah actually says that she has seen Allison with dark hair before. She just, I mean, she just brings it up. She's like, actually, like, I didn't mean mm-hmm. to withhold this information, but I did. I've actually seen see, her with the dark hair. Surprise. That's what I mean. These girls are ridiculous because they they have seen Allison do some crazy shit, but whenever and they, they hear about her off. doing other stuff, they are surprised. But it's like, how it. are you surprised? I don't get it. Because Arya could, like, would be like, oh, I don't know why Allison did this. And she literally will have a flashback and see, like, Arya go, oh, silly Allison. Yeah. <laughs> and we basically have what? Hannah here going, oh, silly Allison. Because yeah. Hannah, she goes to a, and it was a flashback. Yes. And we see uh, a, a younger Hannah, quote unquote younger, go to a hair salon. For the first and, time. Um, by the way, like, what? <laughs> Did you notice that? She's like, yeah, this is my first time at a hair salon. Oh, she said that. Yeah. No, no, maybe she meant. Maybe she meant this is my first time at this hair salon. I think so, but it it came off as this is my first time at a hair yeah. salon, and it was so funny because I don't know why they chose to have younger, more. I don't know how to put this nicely, but younger, fatter Hannah, like be so weird, and she was like super nervous and she was twitching at the hair salon, and the guy even was like, "She's gross." He's like, oh, is this your first time? She's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll be right back. And, like, shoot her off. Because he only deals with beautiful clients. Did well, you, you notice know what? That? He's a really... There's another reason why he's a shitty hair 
salon person, hair, hairstylist. Because um, next to Hannah, she turns, and it's Allison in a straight-up wig. Yeah, it's a wig. <laughs> Just wigged at the gig. And she, and here's the thing, too. If you're a hairstylist and you're feeling someone's hair, I can guarantee you're going to know if it's a wig or not. Uh, yes. And if you're a hairstylist and your client takes off the wig and has their natural hair and you come back, aren't you going to be a little surprised? <laughs> or a little con- concerned? This 13-year-old four- is at your hair salon alone in a wig? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know how much worse the show can get. Honestly, I know we have so many more seasons, but sometimes there's these things that just happen. And I'm just like, I don't know what they were thinking when they were filming this. Really? I I don't know either because it doesn't make any sense. And in fact, the people there are also calling her Vivian. So yeah. Allison has totally taken on this new persona, apparently, which is like straight up serial killer shit. Like, that's so scary. Oh, for sure. And she just goes and she's like, oh, Hannah, like, don't say anything. I'm I'm in a disguise because I sometimes like to do this. It's fun because, because sometimes I want to be someone else. Um, midlife crisis much. Sometimes I <laughs> feel like crisis, I, even though I want to be someone else. 13. So you know what I do? I put on a different wig and I go to a hair salon and I take it off. Cause I want to feel crazy. crazy. <laughs> it is. And apparently, you know, we learned that Allison's, because the, the flashback ends and we learn that Allison, her name is, her other name is Vivian Darkbloom. And yeah. that's a, it's like an anagram or whatever for the author of Lolita. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what Lolita is about, right? No, but I think if you tell me it will spark a memory. So Lolita is about this man who ends up um, uh, becoming a father, essentially, of this 12-year-old girl named Lolita. He's like her stepfather or whatever. Mm-hmm. And because he's a pedophile, oh. in his mind... Here we go. In his mind, he thinks this 12-year-old girl is seducing him. Oh, so when, and there we so go. So when you're reading the book... Here's the thing. When you're reading the book, it does sound like this 12-year-old girl is seducing him. But in reality, in you can't... like it's Exactly. It's an unreliable narrator. So you have to realize that in his warped mind, this is happening. But if you were to watch it from the other perspective, you'd see she's just just being a 12-year-old girl. I think that's a movie. I think that's how I know it. It is. Okay. So that's how I know about it. Yeah. Well, they made it into a movie. Yeah. Yeah. But this book is like, this book came out a long time ago. It's like a classic. And they're telling me that that's Allison's favorite book. Yeah. Can we not? It's her fave. Can we not? Okay. We have we have talked about this so many times that how this this show is know. obsessed with making pedophilia look cool. I don't. I honestly, it's it's actually frightening because it's it's so adamant and so forced in this show. I don't know why. It's like every twist and turn. It's like it comes out. It's a it's a pedophile. Yep. All right. Cool. Thanks. Another one. And Add now, it to the list. Yeah, and not only is it is it a pedophile, but it's also a pedophile that we're gonna tell you is cool. Oh, like, and what? he's also what? super good looking, and the girl cannot get enough. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is insane. It's insanity. And that's what I mean. It's like the author of this, because I think that I prob- I can almost guarantee probably my intuition is saying that even in the book series of, of Pretty Little Liars, mm-hmm. um, probably in it, Allison's favorite book was Lolita. I have a feeling that I mean, it was too. Let's just put so, it in this perspective. For what, a 14, 15 year old to have that as her favorite book? Because Hannah it's actually so states she saw her constantly holding the book and she stole mm-hmm. it from her. So she, Hannah has her, yeah. the book. 
And I just could not believe. I Well, now that you're telling me, I just cannot believe that they were like, oh, this is a good idea. Make it a different book. Make it something else. And I Make it something that's I, not I about know. pedophiles. You know what I mean? And the problem is, is like, I, I think that it's okay to have, um, to have storylines that are uncomfortable and unsettling. Mm-hmm. But, but don't romanticize thing is, them. You have to be. Don't make exactly. them look okay. Exactly. Like, if you're going to have a story like that, then you need to be very clear that this is not okay right. and that this is abnormal. But this show just goes like, yeah, yeah, do it. It's yeah, fun. it's great. We love it. We think it's great. Yeah, you know what? You're 16. Date your teacher. Do it. Do it. L- YOLO. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> You'll never catch that clout um, if you don't do it, you know? <laughs> well, you want to catch that Channel 5 News clout. Jesus. <laughs> you want to get that new Yeezy collection of orange jumpsuits. <laughs> wow. Okay. So enough of that rant. Um back to the story this unbelievable story mm-hmm. so um inside of this book there's like this this like receipt thing for jnl what is that? some sort what of like it? call ticket because i couldn't really read it so i didn't know what it was but mm-hmm. i'm assuming it was like a valet ticket but that's not what it ends up being i was like what i couldn't really see what it was so i didn't know what it was yeah, but Spencer ends up calling this JNL place, and uh, apparently Allie's order is under the name Vivian Darkblue. Yeah, and it's and ready for pickup. Some, it's, they've had it this whole yeah. time. And he finds it right it's away. Really the guy's away. like, what's the number on your ticket? Yep, got it right here. It's right here. I've, I've been holding yeah. it. I've been holding it since 2008, 2009. It's very convenient, frankly. <laughs> and Spencer's like, oh, oh, I didn't think this would actually lead me somewhere. I bet you yeah, it's so just a I wig. Can't, Could you imagine? I, it's probably just a bunch of wigs. <laughs> a bunch of lace fronts. Um, you know, I I can't wait, though, until the next episode where we do see, because I think we will see what the oh, order yeah, I is. Think, so. I mean, with honestly, at this point, Spencer is just the detective of the group, and she yeah. always takes the initiative, so she's like, yeah, I'm going to call this place, and I'm going to go get Vivian Darkbloom's item, and you're going to see me go there, and we're going to find out what it is together. So. Yep. Uh, but the um, I think that Hannah has more worries though than than any of this J and L business because the next scene, you know, Hannah is at her locker and Noel comes up to her acting all smug, yes. and is like, "Oh yeah, thank you, thank you, Hannah, for this. This made my day. Um, thank you, Hannah." Yeah, because you know Noel is the Disgusting. resident gynecologist, so this is scientific <laughs> for him. Um, <laughs> honestly, I I would have to say that the most the second most disturbing would be where this storyline is going and yeah i'm a little shocked that they went that far well maybe it'll be maybe it will be a cautionary tale of the trials and tribulations of over sexualizing teenagers well maybe i don't know but um the girls come up to hannah all panicked and are like oh my god hannah how could you have done this what's wrong with you yeah and hannah's all confused yeah but um apparently Probably A, obviously. Well, yeah. Um, posted nude photos of, of Kate. Kate under Hannah's name. Yeah. Which, honestly, so, yeah. is a f- it, it's illegal to do that, <laughs> first of all. Yeah, it's child, it's child pornography. It's, yeah, yeah. It's child pornography. Yeah. And also, <laughs> when did A get the chance to, like, I guess they hacked into Hannah's phone or they took Hannah's phone, took the pictures, and See, sent it out? Yeah. 
this is what I mean. Mona has to be, I mean, uh, A has to be a girl because A was oh, able to yes. get to the girl's locker room. Yeah. And I it's feel Mona. like, yeah, I think it's Mona too. Because if she was with Hannah in the locker room, she could have t- taken those pictures really quickly and sent them off. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. Exactly. Cause, or just kept them. I mean, Or, you know. yeah, kept them or sent them to herself. And then, I don't know. It, I feel like it is Mona and she figured out a way. But mm-hmm. I was hoping that it wouldn't be an actual naked picture of Kate. Because now her life is ruined forever. If it was maybe in her underwear, maybe that's... I mean... I mean, it's still wrong. It is a small... T- it's a small town, though. I know, so, I mean, there's... She was. She didn't have any underwear. And this, the whole school and everyone yeah. that's in that school that knows another person is going to send that to that person. Well, you know, if I was Kate, I would... I would leave. Oh, I yeah. would just leave school. No, like, there's, there's no I question. would do more than leave. I'd leave the earth, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I'm saying, like, it's horrible. Horrible. It is horrible. Horrible they went that far. Yeah, and also, though, Hannah is screwed. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. this really looks like she did it. And, I mean, this um, is basically, I mean, we already know that only Tom comes around when Hannah's in trouble. And I can only mm-hmm. imagine what this is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be bad. And also, Ashley is going to be mad at her, too, because it's just, it's going to be not good. And it's going to be that trope when the person's actually not guilty and no one believes them, and I hate that. Yeah. Where she's like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Hannah, it literally says you sent the photo. But I didn't do it. Well, then who did? Yeah, see, the the redeeming quality, well, also, too, because all the, here's the thing, I bet that all the adults won't believe her because adults don't understand how the internet works, so that you can just say you're Hannah and do things. Yeah. Um, but at least her friends know that she didn't do it. Like, they believe her. So that always yeah. brings me comfort, you know? At least someone it's knows. It's just sad because I know that something's going to happen to Hannah where it's unfair because she actually didn't do it. Even if her friends know, her mom and dad will not believe her. Mm-hmm. And Kate's mom and dad or whatever will not believe her. Well, here's the thing, though. Since this, it is illegal to do this, what they should do is just bring it to the police and then the police can track the IP address of they're the They're not going to do that. Th- no, they're not. They're not. Um, and also, I feel well, actually, like... Maybe they, maybe they will, and it'll lead to something. Oh, maybe. I feel like, I mean, they've never really, like, gone to the police before, and it's ever been a good thing, so I feel like at this point, they do not trust the cops, because they think Garrett runs the station, and they're gonna be like, well, we don't want Garrett involved, Yeah, but the adults, a. yeah, but the adults believe in the cops, and the adults will be the ones to bring this to the, the cops' attention. Mm, maybe. We'll see. Because... The, the girls would never go to the cops for it, especially if they, especially if everyone thinks Hannah is the one who did it. Like, mm-hmm. they would never go to the cops. And it's, um, I really thought it was going to be, like, the picture of Kate with the bug bites. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not that bad. Yeah, me too. But it was her naked. I'm like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to, I don't think Kate will ever, I don't know. It's going to be bad. Well, um, well, and I mean, so since we're talking about A, kind of, we can just say the A ending and then get into the other um, storylines story lines of mm-hmm. this episode um so we the a ending is um you know a breaking into spencer's dad's office and is that what it was st- yeah because it says it said peter hastings on the certificate wow so yeah okay. it's it's peter's office and um a ends up stealing a gun which is not good i, I thought i mean this is where i was kind of concerned with that scene because i did not know that was hannah's dad's office i thought it was no 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 no, not not hannah that's spencer's dad oh sorry 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 it's peter hastings my bad yeah. that's my bad again um i thought it was a professor that was talking to ezra in the episode and i was like who the heck what professor has a gun in their desk at school but since it's not that i was like 
now I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I yeah, because Peter would have a Peter would Peter have, would, uh, but I don't know why he mm-hmm. would. I don't know. I feel like he would keep it on him at all times. He seems like he would care. Yeah, because he's super paranoid all the time, at, all the time. So yeah, yeah. But I think in this, yeah. So I mean, who knows where that's gonna go? Um, but uh, that kind of concludes the um, Kate. That concludes Hannah. the yeah Kate Hannah thing. Yeah. Um, so the other side of this whole episode is um, the whole Arya, Ezra, and then Maya, Holden. and yeah, I mean, all these other things are going on too, besides mm-hmm. the main storyline of Kate and all that kind of stuff. So um, earlier in the episode, um, we see, you know, after Arya has left Spencer crying about Toby because she's a bad friend. Um, she's in Ezra's car, and Ezra is, like, driving Arya around the city, question Probably mark? Philly. Yeah. I feel like that's the rendezvous really... point. Yeah, but I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they, I don't know if they just hang out in the car, like, two teenagers. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't it, really I, know. They don't really go into detail, but I'm assuming either they went to dinner and now they're driving back, or they're driving to wherever they need to go. Yeah, there's no way to know with those two. But um, Arya is talking about how she feels really bad about lying to her friends. Mm-hmm. But lying to her parents, she literally says, I have no problem. No problem. No problem at all. No <laughs> guilt. No sympathy. No mercy. No. Don't care. She's she's the worst. <laughs> and and my thing is, like, are there is there a plan just to wait it out until Arya turns 18? Like, I'm really confused. Honestly... I mean, they don't really go too much into it, but Ezra has the audacity to go, like, I thought your mom was warming up to the idea of us. And Arya's like, yeah, she's, like, you know, warming up. I think she's thawing out to the idea. No. Which is no. not true. No, no. It's not true. It is a fantasy. No. It's a it's delusion. I think they're both, I mean, I don't know if, I feel, I, I always want to give Ezra the benefit of doubt because... I want him to actually have the thought process of the age he actually is and not you know, have the he 16 I know and not have the 16 year old make decisions for him. And sometimes I think I'll see him like turn around but then he just goes, "Yep, yeah, no, nope, don't care. I'm going to be with her." I mean, cuz the the reality is is that Arya is is a victim as well. That's the reality mm-hmm. of this whole thing. And she is annoying and insufferable, but but honestly in this in this whole respect of this whole storyline even though she does annoy me with this, at the same time, her character is a victim of Ezra's behavior. I mean, let's just, right. let's just be honest. And Ezra is the true, is the true evil, the pinnacle of evil. Yeah, but I would Honestly. I would agree with that. But also, it's always Arya going, "No, Ezra, it's fine. Like they're gonna come around. Like it's always something like I don't know. I want to say manipulating, it's but it's it's hard to say that when the younger girl is manipulating the older guy." Yeah, because you know it's when not that way. Like, it's more okay just like, ex- yeah, because I think that with Arya, she wants to believe it so badly. So I think right. it's less manipulation and more her being um, too hopeful. Maybe. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, th- but this, uh, their their date ends and we see Boyle picking up Holden and Arya. Mm-hmm. And Arya was running late. and um, Her huge. Yes, and Holden seems a little bit annoyed by that, but uh, very conveniently, Boyle has to, has to step out of the car to go to an ATM, mm-hmm. so that, that way Holden and Arya are able to, like, you know, create a story just in case yeah. Boyle asks questions, 
and like um, what they had for dinner just in case their dad asks exactly and i feel like they should they should have done this before the date i don't know but that's whatever i mean yeah Um, honestly the timing is wrong but whatever mm -hmm. it doesn't matter and also (laughs) we still don't know what exactly holden is doing who he's meeting up with it's not revealed in this episode at all yeah and in fact i would even say that this scene is the beginning of a strange peculiar flirtation going on yeah because when boyle gets gets back in the car aria like looks up at the rearview mirror and is like "Ooh," because because in fact um aria says like oh my god we've been on three dates this week like what are people what are people gonna think Mm -hmm. and holden is like let them talk and aria's like Ooh, oh bad bad boy boy. (laughs) bad boy vibes we all know how she feels about the bad boys yeah she loves a guy that she can fix and holden might just be that man i honestly i think so um but Mm -hmm. also she they're like trying to put their story together for like what they ate and for some reason, he, like, remembers that she loves, like, what, anchovies on her pizza or green peppers. Oh, yeah, that's, and she that's later on. And she is so shocked. She's like, yeah, I can't believe um, you remember something about me. Even though, basically, they've been friends since kindergarten, basically. Yeah, even though we have we only know about him, like, two episodes ago. Right. So, because, in fact, that, so what well, you're talking about happens. He's been busy. He's been traveling. He's a traveler. He's been a portugal portugal uh but so the the thing you're talking about happens on their next fake date where they're at a um they're at a uh, like a dave and busters type of thing (laughs) yes arcade yeah um that scene was actually really awkward it was they were having some weird vibes going on and i don't know if that it was that like flirtatious thing that you were saying mentioning about earlier I think it is and because they both they both have canceled plans but they didn't tell each other because they didn't want to like ruin the other one's date right so so yeah so they're actually they're kind of by happenstance like put together and they end up kind of going on a real date because Holden like you know he he uh he challenges her to some air hockey and of course Mm -hmm. romantic oh this is so quirky and romantic um she i mean she falls for it she's like oh you're on because that's what they all say oh mm-hmm. you're on i'm gonna destroy you yeah and and you know Arya is like the queen of emotional cheating because she did it, she emotionally cheated with jason and then <laughs> now she's doing it with holden yeah but while Arya is on her um on her little real date actually uh ezra is at a mixer type of thing like a, like a work mixer I wonder um, I wonder if Ezra knows about Holden. I think he does. Yeah, okay. I was because just, it's all like, part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Ezra probably thinks like, oh, he's a teenage boy and I'm I'm a predator, so how so he can't compete right. with me. Can't mm-hmm. compete. No. So Ezra, he's at a he's at a mixer and uh the guy, the old man that he's talking to is like, Oh, Ezra, like guess what we want to give you a job as an associate dean at one of our hollis institutes or whatever in new orleans yes which is a very random location but it is very random new orleans (laughs) yeah um and it kind of turns out that this guy who's offering the job would not have even thought of him twice yeah didn't even know he worked at the school actually exactly no idea no idea who he is exactly (laughs) 
But uh, apparently Boyle was the one to say that Ezra would be perfect for the job. And (laughs) when the guy says this to Ezra, it pans over to Byron and he's like Mm -hmm. smirking in his whiskey glass. So nonchalant. So, (laughs) so obvious. And then him and Ezra make such like weird eye contact. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like Alpha's fighting over, like, their territory. And it was so weird. It was so gross. It was so strange. It was so weird. Okay. I, I kind of liked it, though. It was kind of the first oh, no. time I thought that. I kind of liked that finally Boyle was, like, kind of doing some boss moves of, like, yeah, bitch, I okay, got you. Okay, okay. Because, like, if you say no, then that could ruin your career here. Right. But if you say yes, you gotta go. Because. You predator. I- uh, yes i'm glad you brought that up because honestly there's no way he could say no because mm-hmm. if he does byron knows that they're still seeing each other i mean there is yeah. a, i didn't think about that that could be some suspicion like why won't you leave yeah why aren't you, you know? why aren't you leaving that's weird mm-hmm. you have nothing here nothing here going for you i mean the only thing you have going for you is the cops i'm gonna call when when you don't accept the job you know what too it's crazy to me that when when Boyle does do that, like, little, like, whiskey, like, you know, tip. <laughs> gotcha. At, at, gotcha. Yeah. Caught you. It definitely feels like the show is trying to say, like, look how villainous Boyle is of, of oh, making this happen. Don't you and even dare. I Don't you even dare. It, it is. This, this show's obsession with making, like, making Boyle and Ella look, look like the villain in the situation is, it. like, so upsetting. I hate it i hate that they made him look like because he did he did look like the villain when they panned over to him Mm -hmm. and i hate that they were like oh yeah they're gonna see him in this light and the audience is gonna be like wow how could he how could it yeah how could this parent care so much for his child that he doesn't want a predator near her how dare he what's (laughs) wrong with him they should be happy they're in love (laughs) death death to all of them as wendy would say death to all of them thank you wendy yeah uh, all right. Well, back to the Holden and Arya date. So they're playing air hockey. You know, Arya's being a quirky girl who never she's, loses. She's winning. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. apparently she is also an air hockey champion. So yes, that is more lore that. about Arya. And I think Holden thought that was sexy. I think yeah, I think he liked it a lot. And when they take a break, um, Holden tries to ask some questions about Ezra, and yeah, Arya's like, no. Down. She's like, no. Yeah, forget it. Don't even try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, at the end of their date, uh, you know, they're done with the air hockey, you know, after sweating it out, and... They brought something <laughs> back that I thought I would never see again. What do you mean? Well, at the end, Holden, for some reason, lifts up the side of his shirt for no oh, reason it's because, at all. It's because someone bumped into him and made him, like, hit the bruise on the side of the air hockey table or something. Yeah, but, like... If you're trying to hide it, don't lift your shirt. I know. Up. It's ridiculous. It was really it's like, like the Toby thing in the cafeteria yeah, where he lifted yeah. up his shirt and we saw his 954 tattoo or whatever. Mm hmm. Weird. You know what? You're right. Because as you were saying that, I was like, like right before you said the Toby thing, I was like, oh my God, it is, it is the yeah. Toby thing. It was a Toby thing. And, and he, I mean, Toby <sighs> had it first, so hold him back off. <laughs> this is Toby's thing, all right? Yeah. Okay? You don't even know. Just because he's gone um, doesn't mean you can take over. Yeah, well, Arya sees those bruises and is mm-hmm. like, oh my god, Holden, are you okay? What happened? What happened to yeah, you? Yeah, and see, th- did the air hockey slowly, do that? What the heck? Did I do that <laughs> with my six skills? 
okay. Slowly Holden... Holden is slowly becoming Arya's type completely because yeah. now she sees the bruises and yeah. she sees and that Holden isn't... She is because instead of being like concerned about the bruises, she's like turned on by the bruises. Oh, and she's of like because because she can't have any rational thought in her mind because she's so stupid. She literally doesn't. I mean, he stops her, but she's not more concerned. She's more turned on that he has a whole well, bruise yeah. on the side of him. Because she's What's turned wrong on with that you. She's turned on that he might need some help. He oh, she's rescued. turned on because she could fix it exactly i hate it i hate it i hate it because <laughs> because it's the same thing with jason when jason was like oh my god was i drugged and did i kill my sister Arya was like that's hot i think i killed my sister i was i i, <laughs> I lost 24 hours of my memory and Arya's just like i'm gonna date you right now if you keep talking exactly because just like jason holden is like this mysterious figure who is tight-lipped about his life and she loves a it's mysterious so boy. It's so frustrating. Really, it is. I know. But even at some point in the show, the, like the, her friends make fun of her for it. So the writers are very self-aware. Like They know Arya's like this. So, Do you have um, any theories as to why he has all this bruising? Because I don't. Fight club. Okay. I think I'll he fights. Really? I think he fights in a fight club. I do think it's that. And in fact... I wouldn't be like I would I would die inside if there's a scene where Arya's like Holden you just gotta tell me what's going on like I want to help you and Holden's like you know what meet me at 11 p.m. tonight oh, in this location meet and then he like the takes clock. her yeah and then he takes her to where he goes on an the underground dates, boxing quote, unquote yeah and it's like that's an underground boxing ring that's a little it what is. Pad of you <laughs> I don't know if they'll go that far i hope so i i I would hope it's something that like he fell off of like a bill oh you know what i think i hope it is parkour he got hurt doing parkour (laughs) well that might have been in during the time so i think so he's like in a parkour club yeah well i don't don't know what's of him jumping across buildings (laughs) i don't know but then he also had gay sex while he did it. So that's, so we don't really know right. what part his dad didn't like. We exactly. don't we're not really can't be we're sure. We're not sure. Dad, are you mad about the gay sex or are you mad at me about me jumping from CVS to Walgreens? Yeah. He's it's like, I can't talk know. about this right now. But I, I, I would die if there is a scene where Holden's like, you know what, Arya? I'll just tell you. Come with me tonight. Come with me and, and, and know what I do. You know Honestly, what I mean? Honestly, knowing this show, I do expect that to happen. Where she's, she keeps God. bothering him and bothering him, where he just goes, you know what, just meet me here and you'll see. You'll figure it out or something. You'll see the, you'll see the real me. You'll see. <laughs> you'll see who I truly am. Yeah. Gross. It's, honestly, yeah. I don't like his character either. All the guys in the show I do not approve of, except Caleb's fine. He's not the best, but he's fine. It just... It is, I can't, I just, I, I hope we get that because I do. We will. If it is like an underground boxing ring, that would be amazing. Like a, a Rosewood underground boxing ring. Wow. <laughs> who do you, who else do you think's in the club? Noel. Noah. Yeah. He's a ringleader. Not Noel, but Noah He's Brad is. Pitt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's well, not Noah, it's you Noah. What? <laughs> you know what though? Their dates take place in Philly. So maybe. Yes. Maybe it's a Philly underground boxing ring. Now that... That actually makes more sense than Rosewood. Hmm. Yeah. Philadelphia, I feel like everyone's boxing everybody there. (laughs) Is that bad to say? (laughs) 
sorry, Philadelphians. <laughs> but I, I feel like I, they, I could they take see... that as a compliment. Yeah. They're strong. Yeah, I could... That's why they're boxing. That's exactly. Yeah. It's but I of... hope I hope it's something like that because I would just die. You know what I mean? Like it's everything I want, everything I don't want at the same time. It's just like it's amazing, you know. Also, I think we're laughing at it because he definitely looks like the person that would never be able to throw a punch. So if he can be boxing it's funny that's why it's funny well, exactly too because even holden he's like oh it's from touch football that's what he says because okay you know what it is it's because holden his haircut is like a justin bieber haircut mm-hmm. so how could someone who has that haircut be in an underground boxing ring but i hope it's that yeah we yeah we might find out at some point but um the other dates happening are with maya and emily and uh, so their whole thing starts with Maya and Emily are cuddling in bed and um, Emily gets a call from her mom, right? Yeah. Um, and we learn that Pam is visiting town. I forgot that Emily had a mom, to be honest. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> She's been gone for so long. She has been gone, but apparently when they do meet again... Well, they, Pam or Emily says it's only been two weeks since I've seen you. So, oh wow, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's uh, going hate, on there. I hate how like it's so, it's so hard to tell like the time frame with everything because it can be like months or it could be days and we don't know. I legit think that half of this stuff happens in like a like a two day span. Like I don't I don't mm-hmm. think it's months. Like you have said in the past, you've you've when you're talking about the show, you said in the past like oh this is like a month later, but I do not think it's that. Like I think it mm-hmm. is straight up. This is like a week later. Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Um, like that could that could very well imply that Pam moved away two weeks ago. I hate it. it it's I so mean, fresh. T- Twenty episodes have passed. You know what I, I mean? I know, but I because here's the thing too: they haven't moved on to the summer or the next grade yet. Oh yeah, you're right. So that means that it's right. all happening. Like even season one was at the same grade. They're still in eleventh grade. Yeah. Wow. I don't yeah, like it. I don't know. It, it, it really throws me off, I have to say. Yeah, well, um, speaking of being thrown off, Maya is kind of thrown off by this whole Pam thing. And you can already tell yes. right away that Maya holds a grudge that Pam basically uh, uh, caused mean, her to go to True North. To be honest, it's well-founded can. because Pam mm-hmm. did send her away for drugs. So I would be a little salty, too. So I'm not faulting mm-hmm. her for still being upset. But they do end up going on a not a date but they all end up going to dinner together and i did Mm -hmm. not like the way maya was acting even if she was still mad well no and it already becomes it's immediately sus because when pam and emily are walking to the restaurant emily can see through the window that maya is like kind of flirting with a Noel a little bit it's a little weird it's hard to tell it's just i mean it's weird because emily asks and like what are you doing with him he's like bad news and she's like oh he was helping me with my phone what 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 was wrong with your phone that you just asked a stranger to help you also your phone? why why is everyone in this town like a hacker and a phone I don't savant know. but uh, one line i did like from this scene real quickly is um emily when you know when uh when maya calls Noel sweet emily like she has some bangers sometimes i don't really know what it, what it is but <sighs> she know. she's sometimes like oh like huh, that's funny side of her yeah, because she's like, oh, that's funny you say that because, um, like, no, he's not. But yeah. his smile takes a path of his face, so that's I can see the confusion. I loved it. I can it. see why you got confused. I loved it. I loved when she said that. <laughs> it's I'm really like, that's really a good, good one. 
Mm-hmm. But again, she thinks um, Noel is A or part of A's crew. So yeah. But uh, also at this point too, Maya is already subtly like shading Pam already. Yes. So in the beginning, in the real beginning of this whole like dinner situation, um, Emily is trying to like talk up Maya and say, oh yeah, Maya's in a jazz band. And the yep. mom's like, oh yeah, I love jazz. And Maya is not having it. <laughs> I, I She's also not having love it at all. Because I think she was going to, I thought she was going to go a different way with what she was going to say after it. Because she's like, oh, Pam, I wouldn't peg you as the person to listen to that type of music. And mm-hmm. I was hoping for her to say, like, Christian music or something like, you know, a dig. Definitely a dig. Yeah. But then she just goes right for it. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, jazz, people that play jazz are drug addicts, too. So, So what do you out. think about that? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to stop listening to them and send them to a camp? Yeah, Maya is on one at this dinner because yeah. also her phone rings and um, uh, oh, you can tell Pam is like why, like kind of uncomfortable that Maya is like even answering the phone in the first place. Yeah. And um, Maya just immediately says like, oh yeah, like it's this guy I used to date in True North, but like, you know, he's just annoying. So like, who cares? Well, and she's everyone, like, it's like- just my stalker. <laughs> and Pam gets like yeah. super scared. She's like, what? And, and Maya's just like, <laughs> it's just a joke. Uh, and then then after that maya is like moaning while she's eating and emily's face is like i'm gonna kill you right now bitch like her face is not good i honestly was waiting for emily just be like what are you doing like interrupt the dinner but it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. no um we don't get that until pam leaves the table to get the waiter for the bill yes and um that's when em is like what are you doing maya like why are you acting like this Mm mm-hmm and um that's when maya pulls out the pulls out the big guns and she's like you know what does pam have a problem with me liking men or do you or do you i'm not the biggest fan of maya and i really thought that emily was gonna like break up with her and they weren't gonna like be doing this whole thing but Mm -hmm. it gets resolved it does yeah um because emily goes to maya's house and that's where she emily admits that she's just jealous in general of anyone being with maya um and it's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird thing with me because i think that a a lot of gay people have a problem have problems dating bisexual people because they think Mm -hmm. that oh because they like both men and women they'll just cheat on me right and that's kind of where emily is stuck at that's what emily's feeling instead of maya being like you know like that just means that you don't trust me and you think I'm, like, the sexual deviant who can't keep it in their pants because I like both genders. Mm-hmm. But Maya doesn't take it as that, of course, because I think that biphobia discourse is, like, not even close to where it is now, you know, when this show came out. Right. So, I mean, having a bisexual character in general on on television is kind of, kind of cool at this point. Or bold at that time. But, um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, of course Maya's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah with that and um maya even apologizes too but her apology is very strange her apology is she put an art installation in her room as an apology to emily yeah i don't honestly i couldn't really tell what it was at first and Mm -hmm. it was very confusing so it would be like me as an apology okay let's just say that i did something bad to you so my apology is to put a cool LED display in my room as an apology to you. That makes no sense. I would like it. <laughs> Even though you get to never really I mean, see it. 
Can and then we when really you're in my fault room? Maya? Emily loved it. She's like, this is beautiful. I know, but it didn't make sense. It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And it doesn't make any sense no matter what way you think about it. Because how long has it been there? Was Maya doing this before she was acting strange? Did she just do yeah, it now? It's... Like, wh- where did this whole art installation come in? What's going on here? I don't know because it, it's also, it's really early in the morning because it's before school. Exactly. And her room is dark. Why? <sighs> so many questions. Um, but they, like, make out and say I love you together. So they, oh, they confess yeah. their love. I mean, love. obviously it blows Emily away. Mm-hmm. And she just can't believe how great at art Maya is. So she's like, I have to forgive mm-hmm. her. I love her. And they both say I love you. Yeah, and once again, people are not saying sorry yet they're getting their apologies accepted. So lots of lots of strange things going on. Right. Um, but that kind of uh the that's the ending of the Maya yeah, that's and like Emily the ending saga of, of that storyline between Pam, Emily, and Maya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have this, the 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 final scene with that you know with A stealing the gun from Spencer's dad. So you know who knows what's gonna happen with that gun. Um, considering we also have the whole Kate thing that we have to reconcile with. That'll probably be the main story for next episode is the right. Kate stuff. Um, because the next episode is season well, it's obviously it's season two, obviously, and then episode nineteen called the Naked Truth. Yeah. So and that's definitely a reference. Picture, so. Yeah, it's definitely a reference to the whole Kate thing. Yeah. Um, and we'll see where that goes. But also, this could be a moment for the detective to come back. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this may be, like, another in for Garrett just to, like, torment the girls again. Maybe, but I think he's a little unhinged and too focused on Jenna Maybe. for that. Again, I he just, only messed with the... I don't see them don't going know, to he, the cops. I don't know. Well, no, see, that's the thing. They They wouldn't. But the parents might. Maybe. I don't know. So there's It's that. very like, it could go, it's 50-50. It could go one way with the cops or it could go, they're going to deal with it themselves. And they think they can mm-hmm. have a handle on everything, but they don't. And it's going to just tumble into madness. Well, I can't wait for that. Well, yeah. This has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, please leave a rate and review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. That's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> also, looking at you. <laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.